Blog Talk Radio. Do, do what you want to. that need improvement, freshen your photo. Old family shots that have gotten damaged, freshen your photo. Want someone or something removed from a picture, freshen your photo. At freshenyourphoto.com, 
we turn the pictures you have into the pictures you want. Add muscle, lose weight, lighten face lines, whiten teeth, fix darker off-color shots. See before and afters from dozens of happy customers at freshinyourphoto.com. That's freshinyourphoto.com. Inner City Strength is a memoir following a basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter, so much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top ten most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sportsbeat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. Destiny Calls, the debut novel by Connor K. Gray. Here's what reviewers are saying. It's an action-packed page turn. It grabs your attention right from the beginning and leaves you wanting more. Lots of twists and turns that will keep you on your toes. Gray does an amazing job at connecting his readers with his characters. It was hard to put this book down simply because I wanted to know what was going to happen next. This novel is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats. Check your local bookstores or Amazon.com. Thank you for calling. Real Talk with Lee brings you the latest news, sports, fashion, and politics. Get ready for celebrity guests, notable entertainment, corporate and political industry personalities, all here for you on Real Talk with Lee and Jaguar, coming up next. All right, it's Thursday Thursdays here on Real Talk with Lee. Um, We have our first guest in the building. We have a mother and daughter team. Uh, We have Kathy and Kirsten, um, how you ladies doing this morning? We're great. Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, okay. I didn't want to get the last names wrong. Is one of your names, uh, last name Tabiner, and the other one's Tabiner Siggins? Is, That's is that, correct. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. You got it right. All right. So for the listeners who don't know who Kathy and Kirsten Tabiner is, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves? Go for it, Kathy. Okay. Well, I'm the mother of the mother-daughter team. Um, We're both executive coaches, and um, our book, Based in Curiosity and the Skills of Curiosity, started from work that I was doing um, with a client. And what came out of it was that when we're curious with other people, we can change our relationships. We can better understand each other. We can create different conversations. We can um, connect on a deeper level. And even when we're having conversations that are conflictual, we can do them with grace and ease. All righty. And, um, and as for you, uh, Kirsten? Yeah, so we, so we work together. Uh, we wrote our book together, and we have the Institute of Curiosity, which is a coaching and training organization. And our mission is to basically spread the word about having curious conversations and teaching people how to do them because we're such tellers in life, right? We like to tell everybody what to do, and yet nobody wants to be told. 
So it's, it's teaching people how to ask and to learn about others and be open without judging. Okay, and um, I, I wouldn't, how come you guys call it the uh, institution of curiosity? I was <laughs> great name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. I was. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it definitely piques your interest. You know, it makes you curious. <laughs> Good. Absolutely. That's that was the whole point. I think for us, our focus is all about curiosity, and we learned that people, most people, are really curious in life. You know, everybody has passions, mm-hmm. or they love to go on Google and they like to search things or read books. But where they're not curious is in conversation. And so for us, it was what we learned is that when we're not curious in conversation, we judge and we blame and we shame. And we get stuck in an I'm right, you're wrong headspace all without even knowing we're doing it. And then it leads to conflict in conversations. So the Institute of Curiosity is really a place for people to learn how to have curious conversations, to build those relationships and to have a different type of conversation as a leader or as a parent or as a friend so that we can, you know, create a new language, a more authentic, curious language for our life. Okay. Now, how long have you guys been um, coaching? Like, how long have you been doing, like, you know, coaching uh, others? Um, I've about 14 years for me, and I think, Kirsten, you're around 10? Yeah, about 10, yep. Okay, and and how did you you know how did you get into the whole coaching thing? Like, um, you know, did, did someone suggest you do that, or did, is that something like? Because I'm not sure how you go about that. Like, is it is it business coaching? Is it you know life coaching? Like, how do you how does one get into that field? Okay, that starts with me, and um, I was um, working in um, helping people get back into. I'm an occupational therapist in my previous mm-hmm. life, and I was working in industry, um, helping people get back into their jobs, um, writing, working with organizations to develop strategies around disability management, um, accommodations, that whole world. And I learned more and more about leadership, and so I decided that I wanted to learn. I, I, I realized the value of leadership, so I did a master's in leadership and thought, okay, if I'm going to impact and create change in organizational leadership, I need to be a coach. So I did the coach training, and I started out as a coach. And Kirsten um, listened to me talk about it and decided that was something she wanted to do. So we're both in, we're both in that. So it's exactly oh, okay. as we work in leadership development primarily. Oh, okay, and then um, okay, in, in the book, the power of curiosity. Um, how, how did the book come about? Go for it, well, Kirsten. Well, the thing that's so great, so the book, after working with different leaders, what we realized was that there was one, which really came out of the work that my mom was doing, is that they like the the idea of the coaching skills. So when you're coaching somebody, you're being open and you're being curious and you're helping basically bridge a gap. And what they were saying was, yeah, it's really great, but what we love is the communication part, the being curious and conversation, because we so often tell people or make assumptions and and we don't, you know, as a leader, your team isn't performing the way it wants to perform. You're telling them what to do, but they're not listening or they're not doing it. And so having this curious conversations they were learning was changing the way that their teams were were um, were actually showing up and, and their results were changing. And then they take them home to their kids if they had a teenager, you know, and they're constantly fighting with their teenager because they feel their teenager isn't listening to them. Changing having a curious conversation was allowing them to build that relationship with their teenager, where their teenager would thank them and say, thanks, Mom, for listening to me for the first time ever. 
So it was out of the work that mostly that Kathy was doing that led us to all of our curiosity and conversation work, and it was the clients who said, you know what, you've got to take this on a bigger platform. This is really life-changing. It's very profound. Mm-hmm. It's so simple, it's almost hard. You know, we all think that we're great listeners. We all think that we ask questions, and the reality is, is that we don't. We don't really take the time to listen to people. We don't take the time to ask how they're doing. We do a lot of judging in conversation without even realizing that we're doing it. So it was just, it was a very simple, profound you know, change for people when they became curious in their conversations to understand another person's perspective. And so that's really why we wrote the book. And it's been really well-received, and, and it's been very life-changing for a lot of people, and we feel really fortunate, so we're trying to take it to a larger platform. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. It, it definitely sounds like it, it definitely sounds like it's something that, that that's needed. And um, I, I like that idea because, um, you know, for that reason, everybody's not going to go, um, you know, and seek out a, a, a personal coach, personal or business coach. And uh, some people, you may not be able to say, well, you know, that may cost me more than than I, I have at the current moment. But I mean, I think the average person can can afford to purchase a book. <laughs> I think- and it's really, we were very mindful as we wrote the book. It's not a coaching book. And that's what's so exciting about this book is that we're not asking anybody to learn a new skill or even memorize mm-hmm. theory. I mean, how frustrating is it to read a book and especially a communication book where it's like, now say this. And so you say it and the other person doesn't do what they were supposed to do. And you're frustrated. You're thinking, ah, this wasn't part of the book. So for us, as we were writing the book, we thought we want to strip it back and make it so applicable and so easy to use in every day in any conversation at any time and it's just it's really remembering to be curious in conversations to give your full attention be present to listen and to choose Mm -hmm. to listen without judging which i know can be hard for people and then to ask curious open questions who what where when and how to learn more about the person you're speaking with and it, it sounds so simple in theory but it can be hard for people to even ask a question Oh yeah, I, I I I definitely get that. I think it was um one of those guys. I think it was uh, Jeff also who writes. He writes. He's a um, one of those self improvement guys, and he and he said something that really made sense. He said it's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A lot of people get caught up in that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that people. Now, do you guys do like do speaking it. engagements and stuff? Do you go around like maybe talk to like groups or organizations and, or, or, and stuff like that? We do, for sure. We talk. Um, we work in organizations, and we um, speak at meetings or conferences, whatever, um, and just try you know try and get. I think people setting planting the seeds that that there is another way of of showing up, and that is to be more curious and open with others instead of being mm-hmm. closed. And so um, we're doing anything and everything we can to get that message out. Oh, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I'm sitting there looking at the picture of you guys on uh, social media. I mean, you, you guys kind of look like sisters. I mean, like man, <laughs> this is. This is, I mean, this is a, oh my goodness. Just, you, you guys feel alike? You guys look just alike. We do, don't we? It's amazing. Well, we are mother-daughter. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, but you kind of look like twin sisters, though. Like, it, 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 you know, I've seen mother-daughter, but, you know, they don't have that much similarities. It's just like, wow. 
Well, it's a bla- so I feel very, someone, very uh, lucky. Listening there, like, what, what would you suggest? Like, what, what do you want to, you know, the reader uh, take from the book? Like, what would you suggest, you know, that the reader, or could you give us maybe some, um, you know, maybe some inserts from the book, you know, maybe something that uh, the reader will learn in the book? Go for it, Kathy. Well, first of all, I think they there, there are a few things. One is the reason that curiosity is so important right now, and um, we're changing from we're leaving the, the industrial era behind, and we're going to a place because of technology where the kids kids today have their life is very different than their parents' lives were at the same time, and so the whole millennial generation is much more relational. Although some people would dispute that because texting how relational is that but they have greater connections they are not hierarchical they are quite happy working in an environment without a leader so there there is a huge shift that's going on so in the workplace this generation with baby boomers who are much more hierarchical who are tellers who um, believe in the old black and white way and if they're in power then they tell people what to do that's a that's a very different it's, we're moving from where, that place into this new, more collaborative space, and it's one where the whole notion of curiosity is so important. So based on that, the, Kristen, do you want to talk about the three skills? Let's go back and forth on this. Yeah, sure. So as we're changing and we have to change, as we're changing from this hierarchical top down to a much flatter, you know, collaborative environment, which is happening at home as well, it's, we have to change our language. Right, so most of us who were raised, I don't know, the last 30 years ago, be at home with their parents or longer. Uh, if there was the message was, as the parent, they knew best and they knew what was right and they told you what to do and that was how it worked. A lot of kids were meant to be seen and not heard, and and that's now changing. And so, in order to keep up with the times as we're changing in our eras, the language needs to change as well. So the first step is, which we always say to people, is listen. Right, we're all busy. We everybody is overscheduled and over everything, and so we all have time for anything but to actually be present with the people that we're talking with. And part of that is social media too. When you're texting and Facebooking and tweeting and all the other things, you don't actually have to give your attention to anybody else. So it's the first step is to just be present to actively mm-hmm. listen and absorb what people are saying. So if you just remember, if you go into a conversation and say, I'm just going to be present and I am going to absorb what the speaker is saying, it is going to be the first step to help you to be curious. Then the second step I'll throw over to Kathy is how you listen. And you, you, you listen without judging. And, you know, we've got that little voice in our head, and so when someone's talking to us, we go, hmm. I'd never do that, or she. how can she think she can do that, or, you know, how stupid is this? Instead of going to that little voice, just being open to what's being said and not in a non-judging way so that we're really listening to the person and trying to understand their perspective because we all have a different perspective on everything. So instead of assuming our perspective is the only one that's out there, really listen mm-hmm. to what the other person's saying. And then the third step is to ask open questions, as Kirsten said, who, what, where, when, why, and how. And so to ask those questions that someone can't answer with yes or no. And so it creates that place that you're being curious, you know, what was your reason for saying this? How do you think this is going to turn out? Questions like that. It creates the person, the the opportunity for the other person to be open so that you can dig deeper and really understand what they're saying. And that then provides you with context 
to share your perspective um, to kind of connect with their point of view so that you can both understand each other. So those are the three skills. One is to, to listen, to absorb. One is to be open and mm-hmm. non-judging as you listen. And the third one is to ask open questions. And once you've got this kind of feeling comfortable with it, the really cool part is then when you get into um, emotional situations where you think the buttons are being pushed, I'm feeling tense, if you can be present and you can be mindful and calm and ask those open questions, then you're not going to get into that emotional state because the neuroscience shows that when we're curious with another, it opens a connection. There's a, um, the neurotransmitters that are emitted help us to say in a happy place so that we're able to have those conversations that have the potential to be conflictual, but we can have them and not be conflictual so we can really understand what the other person has to say and move through, you know, once we understand each other, then it's easier to sort of sort out where things are going. It doesn't mean that you will, quote, win at a conversation. It's more that Mm -hmm. you'll understand each other and be able to move forward. Well, that's interesting. And how do we apply to that? I think you said that you can apply these same, like, principles to your personal relationships or at work. Like, so, like, how do we... You know, how do we as a, you know, person, like, say someone's listening, how do they apply this, like, maybe to their situation, say, like, someone's uh, unemployed looking for a job? How can, you know, they apply some of these techniques to maybe, you know, find that new job or or they just broke up with somebody and want that new relationship? Kirsten, do you want to go? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. Great question. Um, Yeah, those are great questions. So when someone's unemployed, for instance, they're they're probably thinking, oh, I'm not going to get another job. The little judging voice is coming on really strong and is probably limiting them in how they're moving forward. So even with their self-talk, becoming curious, you know, what what are my reasons for thinking this? How can I move forward? What are some areas that I might like to work in? How can I figure out how to move forward in these areas? All of those open questions will help them. And then when they're talking to somebody, instead of saying, hi, I'm so-and-so and this is my experience and I know I'd be a really good fit and blah, 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 they can ask a question. You know, what are you looking for? What What are the skills that you're looking for in someone? They can begin by being curious. They can better understand what the needs of um, someone are so that they can then position what they're saying in a way that's going to connect with what the needs are. So if someone says, we need someone who has a chauffeur's driver's license and is able to, um, I don't know, is able to use um, a computer and um, let's just say those two things, then the person's able to say, wow, you know, that's that's really interesting because I do happen to have my, my chauffeur's license and um, I'm really conversant in um, IT and um, I really enjoy spending time working on a computer. And on my previous job, I blah, blah, blah. So they're they're able to then frame what they're saying in a way that's going to work for them in trying to get that job. So it, it mm. just... By messaging, by really listening and understanding what the needs are, they're able to present what how they can benefit this person. And in terms of the dating world, if someone is looking for someone new, it's once again, you know, when when we meet someone, 
Well, Lee, how, you know, think for the readers, I guess everyone can think. Now, when you're meeting someone, do you like it when someone says, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I'm this, and I'm that, and blah, 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 and they keep talking? Or do you like meeting someone who says, hi, Lee, you know, I'm really interested to know um, what do you do, or um, where do you live, or what are you interested in, or um, what's, what, what do you find um, interesting in life? Whatever the questions are, it's, it's when we start mm-hmm. asking questions of others and allow them to speak, they're going to think, wow, this person's really cool. Yeah, so, yeah, and, that, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, you don't want nobody to, uh, I guess, they, uh, <laughs> doesn't let you get a word in. You're kind of like, well, how are you supposed to get to know someone if you're not like, you know, that interaction that going on? And I don't think people yeah. do it on purpose. I think a lot of people, you know, may be nervous. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like some people get nervous, and they may tend to either, you know, talk too much or kind of shut down and kind of be shy because, you know, right. they're around new people. <laughs> so if if they're um, if they can just go to that place of being curious, then it's easier for someone who's introverted and quiet. They don't have to talk about themselves. They can just ask some questions. And it'll help them come out of their shell a bit and begin to to understand the other person. And for someone who talks a lot, it allows the other person to come into the conversation and to be part of it so that they're messaging and they understand them. Oh, yes, indeed. That that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, like, um, where, where can the listeners find this book? Like, how do the listeners get their hands on it? You can find it, uh, you can go to the instituteofcuriosity.com, or it's available at any bookstore or online store. Amazon has it, Barnes & Noble. It's available anywhere. Oh, okay, wow. And, and they just type in Institute of Curiosity. Say someone listening, um, and they want to reach out to you guys. Like, uh, are you guys, um, you know, what, you want to give them your social media? Or, you, you know, how do they connect with you? Yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, Institute of Curiosity. If you put in that for Facebook, Twitter at Inst of Curiosity, I-N-S-T of Curiosity is our handle. And and go to the website. The thing that's great about the website, if anybody's interested to just check out the book and not actually buy it first, you can download the introduction in the first chapter for free. So we always encourage people to go there. We've got lots of other tools and tips that are available on our website at no charge, and so people can get a better understanding of what we do and how we can help. And, of course, then the book is pretty much available anywhere in hardback or soft cover or even um, now because everybody does Kindles. It's available as a digital as well. So we've made it easy for people to come to us and have access to the tools that they need because you know, it's everybody can do this. I think that's what we really want people to understand. Anybody and everybody can do it. You know, we work with teens and with kids and with parents and with leaders, and they're all skills that we're born with. We're all born with the ability to be curious. It's just sometimes we have to relearn what we already know. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, you guys don't like some, I don't know, maybe like uh, phone sessions or, you know, Google, uh, what's that new thing, Google circles or something like that. Um, yeah, the hookups or whatever. Yeah, yeah like I said, the Google Hangout. <laughs> the hangout. Like maybe, you know, I don't know if you guys are doing that yet, but yeah, maybe you should do some of those, uh, you know, some of those and, and let people like really interact with you. Because uh, I love you guys. For, I love your personalities, man. You guys like, <laughs> I don't, you, do, you guys do hang out a lot. You guys just have like, you know, these these really we personalities just seem like you guys just gel really well together. Yeah. 
I think we, we, we don't get to see each other that often. I live in L.A., and Kathy lives in Vancouver, Canada, in, in the Okanagan, and so we don't get to see. We're in two different countries, so when we, we try to see each other as often as possible, but uh, I love hanging out with my mom. I'm lucky. And I, I think my daughter's pretty cool. I really enjoy hanging out with her, too. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, you know, as you should, because not, not everyone does, you know, for whatever reasons, you know, everyone doesn't, I guess, you know, hang out with their with their peeps. Well, hey, well, what you what you have now, you have these, um, you know, where FaceTime and stuff like that, and these, these, you know, this technology, you can, you don't have to be in person, but you can see a person like every day, you know, with these new uh, camera phones and ooh and stuff like that. <laughs> It's great, isn't it? It's wonderful ways to stay connected. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that that the only the only downside is that that so much connection in there has sometimes gives us a disconnect. You know, because uh, I need a prime example. No one calls you anymore to tell you about an event. They just post it on their Facebook and expect you to show up. Yep. And then if you don't show up, they're like, "Well, why didn't you come to my party? Why didn't you come to my you know event? I, I just had a you know." A, a, a big thing that happened happened to me. I had a big party because I, I I I had some you know happened in my life. I'm like, well, why didn't you pick up the phone? You know, everyone doesn't check Facebook every day. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I and those and what you're talking about is similar. It's it's making those connections. It's seeing people, hearing people, and understanding people. As humans, that's what we want. We want to have those human connections. And and I think that through technology, we forget that. And it's easy to stay behind a computer and not reach out and have those conversations where we see, hear, and understand people. And and that's really, you know, you can do that by being curious. Ask those questions. What are you up to? What's been going on for you? How have you been? You know, connecting and to really understand yeah. where people are at. You know, it's important. Exactly. You're right. Absolutely. You know, disconnect, man. It's just, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, you know, no one call, and, and I've seen it like you know it, it, it's bad. It's pretty bad. Like um, I, I can tell you now, the last I don't know how I don't know the last time someone called me about an event, you know, a birthday party, a children's birthday party, if they were somebody's graduating high school, anything, you know, potluck dinner, you know, something is that simple or monumental. I don't remember the last time I got a call about it. It was just like it was on Facebook, and either you, you saw it or you didn't. I'm just like, okay, that's that's a major disconnect for me because. You know, like I said, every day you may not be able to check your social media for whatever reasons, and, you know, sometimes you miss out on on a lot of things because you just weren't able to be on there for whatever reasons. You know, if you get busy, you know, you may you may not like, well, I, I'm not going to go stroll around on Facebook or Instagram because I'm kind of, like, really focused on something right now, you know? Mm-hmm. No, you make a good point, and I'm I'm old school. I like to connect with people on the phone. Me too. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Call me, too. me. You know what I mean? Call me. <laughs> you know that's just that's so impersonal. You know what I mean? Like I I get a a, a family. I won't put them out there because you know oh they'll get so mad with me. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, when I come because I mean they 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 say well why did you? They were really upset I didn't show up to their event, and I'm like well what do you think this is? I'm like. Look, I, I, I'm a grown man. I, I, I'm like, at least that's what the kids do, the whole Facebook thing. I didn't, It was no Facebook around when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of new to me. Yeah. But, you know, moving right on along, um, 
So once again, I guess um, tell the listeners um, best way to connect with you guys, um, you know, and 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 and, and uh, best way to get in contact, or you know, if somebody wants to get more information about the book, more information about what you're doing, let them know. Uh, let them know where to find you. What? InstituteofCuriosity.com. Exactly, and the okay, title of the book is Power of Curiosity. Yeah, and what's next for you guys? Um, are you guys planning another book? Are you planning any seminars or anything like that? Like, what can we expect in the future from um, Institute of Curiosity and um, in, in, in the mother and daughter team? Well, we do workshops within organizations now, and um, we respond to speaking engagements. I we're, we're thinking about maybe a second book. But only thinking mm-hmm. about it. So that's that's a possibility. We would like to to build it so that we can support people doing um, projects around curiosity, so that we can all learn more about curiosity and be curious in how we do things. So I, I we I think we our big global ideal is to change the world one conversation at a time. You know, we can if we better understand each other, we can have a better world. Oh, I, I definitely can agree, can agree with that. Um, do you guys have anybody you want to um, give a shout-out to, maybe mention on the show, anyone who may have uh, helped along the way, um, anything like that? Kirsten? Uh, a shout-out to that we've helped along the way. I couldn't hear you very well. Sorry, oh, yeah, so, right, somebody who there. may have helped you along the way or somebody you want to say thank you to or anything like that. Oh, well, we, I mean, I think for me, the biggest thank yous that, and and this is something that Kathy and I talk about all the time, is just is the clients and the people who have taken that leap into the world of curiosity. And it's just been so rewarding for us to see how profound, you know, the change for them. And so I think that for me, it's really just thanking everybody for taking that leap into the world of curiosity, because it's the mm. reason why we're here now. <laughs> right. And, you know, you a know? lot of people yeah. give us, the people give us the feedback that once they take that leap, they can never go back. So that makes it even oh, better. Oh wow, that's a good see, that's a good thing. That's a yeah. good thing. Changing lives, you know, one 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 person at a time. That that's what it's about, you know. Yes. That's that's what it's all about. And yeah. it, and I think it's but, important for people also to realize, you know, if you're young, I think that I do some work with teenagers, and I and it's so exciting to work with them because one, they're so young and they're smart and they're such go-getters, and they're going into this world that they don't that nobody understands, nobody really knows what it's going to look like, and so for for kids at any age, you know, especially teenagers as they're going into this workforce, if they can start embracing these curious conversations. It's going to help them show up as leaders. It's going to help them work in teams because working in teams now is so important. And the only we can, way we can do that is by being curious with each other and listening and asking those questions. So it's a very exciting time. You know, I mean, schools are not super curious. There are a lot of schools that are, and there are a lot of schools that aren't, and that's really hard for kids to want to engage and do fun stuff. And what I always say with the, the teens in our leadership development, it's you always have a choice to be curious always in all of your conversations and never forget that because it's a very powerful thing to see, hear, and understand somebody and to feel seen, heard, and understood. So I just want everybody to, to understand that this, these are skills that anybody at any age were born with them and they are so powerful and, and necessary 
now and where we're going in the future. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, I, I want to thank uh, both of you, both of you ladies, for uh, joining the show today. Um, really appreciate you taking time out your out your schedules to be with us. And um, you know, anytime you guys want to come back, just um, send us an email. We'll be more than happy to have you back on here and um, you know, and and, and talk to the listeners. We we got to take a um, pause for the calls. Um, y'all hold the line for me. Yeah, we got to take a pause for the calls. Um, is Thirsty Thursdays, Real Talk with Lee. We'll be right back.
Uh-huh. Let go. New York niggas say all I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble. And we in this pitch, like Magnum Rubble. All I know is the street. So I keep me a hustle, all I know is the grind, flip it and make it double, they know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble, and we in this bitch, like Magnum Rock. Got hold of my left hand in my back pocket, my bitch rack, smellin' like a million bucks, now where the fuck is those bitches at? Get up about a million slow, just tell me where the cinema at, we turn the cinder, I fuck your girl and I send her back, January through December, yes I'm moving that pack, middle with that wood, Better love with that bad, nothing but that good. Them other niggas shit whack. Bitch, I'm in the hood. Fuck, thought I was back. Dynamite like JJ, man, that white girl is acrobat. Front flip, back flip, cartwheel, flat flip. Bitch, on my dick just like Trojan. Tell her, baby, I'm posted. With that ratchet and the ratchet, it looks sexually loaded. A 1247, I ain't stingy with them shells, I let you hold. Yeah, I'm flyer than a cop, we made in Lotto, but I own you. With a cop, girl, she twerking. Get away clean like detergent. Karma is a bitch, I'm on Sunday service. That people got me nervous, always swerving, riding dirty. Right. This city where it be hot, yeah, this movement can't be stopped. Side your road, bottom my niggas with me on the top. All I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind. Flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble. And we in this bitch. Like Magnum Rubble, all I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble. And we in this bitch, like Magnum Rubble. Hey, it's a movement, come on my new shit. It's so stupid, flow so ruthless. Ain't no blueprint, my whip ruthless. Boy, you all talk, ain't gon' do shit. Slow the fuck down with that talking, you best to be backing up off me. I'm an everyday grinder, you ain't bout shit. I trap out multiple houses, I'm a problem, and you found it. Keep a team of killers around me from the cab. The food and counting. I dive in, but they drowning. Nigga, don't overstep your bounces on rims. Trump pounding. If you ain't from around here, then don't get caught down here. You bring me it out. Make a freeze from the bum cut out. I be the right one when it comes to a doctor. MTV, take a trip to my house. I'm right on, jumping in my cell phone. Swimming in the flat, looking like a movie. Talk about the store, come on back. If you see that girl's in the crib, smoking towards the cruising. Got to run to the crib with a two piece on. They keep on coming out, checking the phone. They're gonna give me job phone, but I'm taking too long. Baby girl, don't wait till the snow roll out on me When I open it up, get a pain when I cruise, get a die Cause your new boyfriend can't do it like this Money in my pit, when I walk in the snow My chains on my feet, riding loose, she's close Please feel for the zip, post in my waist Better watch your girl while I take your place All I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble And we in this bitch like Magnum Rubble, all I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble. And we in this bitch, like Magnum Rubbles. Alright, um, 
that's going to uh, wrap our show today for Thursday Thursdays. As y'all come back, we got a, a few guests tomorrow um, on Almost Famous Fridays. Um, so we're going to get out the building. And um, y'all know what it is, man. Come back tomorrow. <clears throat> Another high show, man. Um, you know, so we'll let you know we're going to be uh, you know, doing some live broadcasting as well. So y'all stay tuned.